Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Oh, anybody can, you know, sing along. It's a very uh, well-known song. Like I said, it's been on, I've been singing it all week, so I'll be singing it for the glory of the Lord. Be still, my soul, the Lord is on thy side. The cross of grief of peace leads to thy God's water provide in every change. If Thank you so much for blessing us with that song. Sister Joseph, be still in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. God is truly awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the program where we sit back and fasten our seatbelts and get our pen and paper ready as the man of God presents a message from our Heavenly Father tonight. Tonight, it is the pleasure to introduce our brother Patrick to us to the line and, and welcome him online. Good evening and happy Sabbath, Brother Patrick. 
And just a reminder to press star star. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, You're Sister welcome. Kathleen. And just want to say happy Sabbath to everyone and happy Sabbath from around the world, different parts of the world to Vancouver and UK and France and all those who are listening from different countries. We surely appreciate you and we're thanking you for your prayers and your support. And it has been a busy week, a busy month. Every week it seems to be getting worse. But praise the Lord. This week we had quite a bit of calls coming in for help, SOS help. And we have been praying and we've seen the hands of God move in most of the cases. So I'm thanking the Lord and um, I'm reminding us that if you text me and even if I told you I'm going to call you back and you don't hear me, please message me again. It's overwhelming. It's too many. Today was one of the worst days because I had calls and text every so often, like 15 minutes. And uh, I cannot keep up. So it has been a lot. You know, the few that I spoke to, they were a spiritual attack and I had to pray with them. And it was a different level. I just want to remind you that tomorrow we're going to be have, having prayer and fasting. And we're teaming up with our home-based church, Ajax, SBA Church. So you can view the program. We are going to start a little bit early. From 10 o'clock would be the lesson study. And after the lesson study, we're going to go right into the divine hour. And uh, after the divine, 1 o'clock, we're going to have prayer and fasting. And we're going to go right until uh, 3 o'clock with the prayer and fasting. And uh, it's going to be uh, about the final event, you know, preparation for the final event. What do we do to prepare? You know, what are you doing to prepare? So it's going to be a powerful moment. We invite you to tune in with us at Ajax SDA Church. and. Those who are with Button to Christ, we're going to be linking the Zoom together and we're going to have an amazing time fellowshipping with the Lord. So I'm looking forward to that, you know, and I'm looking forward when we can plan our next fast. I heard a sister who's not Adventist said to me, when is going to be the next fast? I, I gained so much from that 21-day fast. When are you planning the next one? So I think we're going to go to the Lord and we want the Lord to instruct us when we should start the next fast. So um, I'm just so grateful. Um, before I get into the word, um, there's two things I'm going to do. I'm going to be speaking about a testimony this evening, and then I'll be taking a few questions. Because the reason why I do this, I'm bombarded with questions off the air and I said to them these are very powerful questions please so it's going to be three parts I'm speaking about a testimony then some question and then I'm doing a short word to close so bear with us tonight as we fellowship one with another we have a lot of friends over there in New York and um, Sister Francis and others Sister P in New York and we have a lot of people from the the war room, and we appreciate your prayers. We appreciate those who have been praying for us, for me, for the ministry. And I know God is doing a mighty work, and we are receiving a lot of calls with people being demon-possessed. And what is happening is that the devil is trying to claim what he doesn't even own. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid. Let us stand together because this is definitely a war. Um, a few Sabbaths ago, we interviewed our Haitian friend, and Sister Alexandra was there and her brother Harold. And uh, I'm convinced that these are two powerful people of God, 
and in due time, you know, in due time, you know, I, I know today I spoke to Sister Angela from Jamaica, and if you remember, she shared her testimony before on, on the Zoom, very powerful. I spoke to her, and she's saying, I can't wait to get to Toronto to work with the team. God is preparing a lot of people. And when I spoke to Sister Alexandra, she's saying, she's wondering how far is Boston from Toronto. God is getting people ready. When we're ready, I'm telling you, we're going to have a lot of people working in Toronto when God gives us the money so we can own our own buildings and everything and the radio station, TV station. I'm telling you, there's a huge thing the Lord has planned coming. And a lot of people are going to come from different parts of the world to work here and go on mission field. There's a huge mission the Lord is setting up. So I'm asking you to pray and be prepared and ready. Some people are full of zeal and zest. They're ready. We have a lot of Jeremiah's, Mrs. Jeremiah's, ready to carry the gospel message. Praise the Lord. We are so ready. I had the opportunity in speaking with Sister Alexandra. You know, we missed her on the second interview from she came under attack with her brother. And I had the opportunity to speak to her. And it was just a blessing to talk to her. And I am so grateful. I want to ask if Sister Alexandra, are you on? Could you unmute your phone? We're just going to dialogue for a five minutes. Then I'll move on to part two. We have three parts of this program. So, Sister Alexandra, could you unmute your phone, please? Hi, Elder Patrick. I'm here. Praise, praise the Lord. We are so happy to have you. And, uh, you, you know, the Lord showed you that you have a lot of people who are praying for you. The Lord showed yeah. you, don't? Praise the Lord. Yes. And it's an assurance because I have a lot of people call me and say, what happened to Sister Alexandra? We are praying for her. And there's bulletin, you know, requests going out. When God's people get together, we love each other and we are praying mm -hmm. you up. And I was so grateful. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Um, yes. So could you just share a little bit? You were sick and you went to the hospital because people were wondering what's going on. Yes. Um, well, um, it started Friday. I was supposed to go on um, on uh, uh, on Zoom um, that Saturday. And I received a, um, a message from Sister Michelle. Um, just asking to confirm that we um, that I would be on and to send a um, uh, send back a message letting us letting her know that um, that I was going to um, participate and I did um, go ahead and I sent it and shortly after I sent the um, sent her the confirmation that I was going to be on um, the following day uh -oh, I started experiencing some uh, uh, some back pain and I started throwing up profusely. And my family was um, was there with me, and they they were praying. And um, my mother wasn't um, feeling well, and they ended up taking uh, uh, my mom home, and uh, uh, they ended up leaving. And through the remainder of the um, Friday, I started getting worse. And by like through the night, I couldn't take the pain. The pain was so excruciating, and the throwing up was just so excessive. Everything I put in my mouth water, everything that I um, put in my mouth, I was just, it was just coming right up. And that's how it's been for the past, um, the past couple of uh, uh, years, the past few years. And every time I go to the doctor, I would go to the hospital, they would tell me, they would run all kinds of tests and then they would come back and tell me, well, we don't see anything that's causing uh, um, these issues. We can't see anything physically wrong with you. There's nothing, and it even got to the point where they, Started, they brought uh, um, psychologists in at one point, it was my last pregnancy, um, to come and see me because they thought that I was suicidal. They was like, okay, well, she must be going through, she must be, um, they thought that my husband was uh, um, abusing me. They thought that there was something going on at home. They was like, well, it's not physical, so it has to be something mental that's going on with her. And they had me on suicide watch. They actually had me um, in a room in the hospital because uh, uh, they thought that I was going to commit suicide. They had, cam like, watching me 24-7 um, 
seven and because they were afraid that I was going to commit suicide or I was going to do something to myself. And they kept me in the hospital and all my tests were coming back. Like I said, um, there was nothing coming back that there was anything physically wrong with me. They did all kinds of tests. I was on so many drugs, so much stuff going on. And it was, it would happen where like for maybe out of the month, I was the first two weeks out of the month, I would end up um, with these back and um, throwing up, back pain and throwing up and just not knowing like what is going on and stuff. I would lose like track of time and days. People would say that I would say things or things would happen that I wouldn't have any recollection. I wouldn't know. And I'm like, what? Like, when did I say this? When did this happen? Or I would do certain things, but I would have no recollection at all of um, these things happening. And I would end up with like, well, I would even end up with bruises on my, um, on my body at points. Um, I would have dreams sometimes and I would see that I was being beaten in my dreams and, um, by this tall, um, figure. And I would literally wake up in the, um, and have these, um, physical welt marks on my body. And I would not recognize I didn't know that they were there until um, somebody mentioned there was accent. Someone would ask me, my family would ask me, well, what is that mark for him? Where did you get that mark? Where did you cut yourself? And I would have no recollection. And it's like, I wouldn't feel anything until somebody mentions it or points out that I have a physical um, mark on me. And as soon as they would mention it and I would look down, I would instantly feel like a sensation where the mark would be at. And that's when I knew that like something happened. And then that's when like, it would instantly come back to me that I had a dream that night that I was being beaten by, um, by, uh, um, by a figure. And um, my husband was the one that um, pointed it out to me a couple of times and his, and I would explain to him, I was like, I, I see this tall figure. And when I wake up with these marks, they um is after like that dream and stuff and that's when I um and he was like and that's when he was telling me he sent me a video once and he said it's a um a spirit that um the Haitian people uh, uh I guess I don't know they it's a spirit in Haiti I don't know um the name of it exactly but he was saying that it's a tall figure and uh, um is really 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 tall and um he would say that that spirit he was like that's the spirit that's um that's hitting you and and that's doing these things to you and i would like un constantly just always under attack um getting physically just mentally emotionally just drained and constantly going through um these attacks and on um saturday when i um went under this attack i think i tried to call you first and I didn't get any answer from you. And I ended up calling, um, I made um, my kids call um, Sister Michelle and she happened to have answered. And I think her and her husband uh, uh, started praying with me. And the more that they, um, they were praying with me and I was awake, I kept going like through these in and out. Uh -oh. I, it, when I fell asleep, the pain would go and I would stop throwing up. And I guess Sister Michelle was telling um, my kids to wake me up because I remember she would be like, um, she would tell me to, you have to stay awake. The only way that they're going to, um, if you go to sleep, they won't leave. You have to stay awake. You have to uh, fight. And um, uh, uh, her husband also was praying um, with me and they were trying to encourage me to stay awake and to not go to sleep because uh, the demonic, because um, the throwing up, they, they were saying was um, the demons trying to um, coming out with all the prayers and, and stuff. And so um, the more prayer, the more prayer and stuff, the worse I was getting. And the more I was throwing up, it got to the point where I started throwing up yellow, green, different color um, stuff was coming out. Uh, um, I think I threw up like, I don't know how much, um, how many times I had to get, have my kids go dump out um, the stuff that I was um, vomiting so they could bring me new um, things so I could be able to throw up. And then eventually um, that morning, my brothers um, came over and I told, um, I told the kids to call my brother because I was like, I can't, I was like, I need prayer. I, was, I, was, I told them that I need to, something. I'm under attack, they need to come over right away and come and help me pray. And surely they, um, both of my brothers came over and they started praying with me. 
and and stuff, and they called other people, and um, uh, uh, everybody just started praying for me, and then it got to the point. Um, I had a sister at my um, at my church that came that ended up stopping by, and she's a nurse, and she said, and she's the one that encouraged them and told them to take me to the um, to the um, emergency room. And when I got over there, they um, they asked me what was going on, what what I was experiencing, and I told them that I was like having back pain. And at that point, too, like my stomach started, um, just something was going on with my stomach. I didn't really understand, and I did, I thought it probably had something to do with the um, with the vomiting that I had been doing like for a good couple of hours. And there were uh, um, so they they came and they they pulled me in the back and they um, started doing tests and they were asking me like questions, what was going on. Why did you wait so long? Why didn't you come right away? And I'm like, well, I've gone through this before, and every time I come, they can never find anything um, physically wrong with me. And I, um, and all I do is I go, they probe and poke at me. I end up so bruised that I end up having like, um, even my children, they're like, uh, uh, even now I have like bruised all over my body from um, being poked and probed so much. I'm trying to to connect. Uh, uh, things to me and doing all this stuff, but um, God is good. I was able to, they let me go, and this, I don't know, it's been a struggle, but God is good. Man, wow, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, that's powerful, mm-hmm. God is good, sister. Praise God, so okay, yes. let me ask you another question, so I know I mm-hmm. call you and I decided we're going to pray and I know right. God have a special gifting on you but something powerful right. happened while we were praying we will pray mm-hmm. and the Lord dispatch angels in the room where you right. were could you just describe what happened and and you seen the okay. angel came down could you describe what happened well I was um while we were uh praying I, I kept having these like hot cold um like half, and I've been experiencing that a lot. Um, where like half of my body is will be really hot and sweating, and the other half is like freezing cold. And um, as we we're praying, and uh oh, I kept feeling like first I thought I was hearing um like wings, and I'm like, what is that noise? And then I I I was I was praying, I kind of got uh, started getting scared. And I was like, okay, I felt something come into the um to the room as we were praying, and I heard like the the it's like wing, um wings flapping and descended like in the room, and uh, um the more that you were praying um and I was scared like I wanted to open my eyes, but something in me was like fearful and like not wanting to not knowing what I was gonna see or what I was gonna um what what was going to happen what was going to happen and that's when uh you said that you were going to ask um the lord to um send down the um uh angel to come and help me to come in um to come in and touch me or to open up my um my spiritual eyes and uh so i can see cuz i usually have dreams where i see that um angels will come and help me especially these past couple of of months I've been having dreams of um of an uh, angel like coming and helping both me, my mother and my um my brother and I always see this like these different uh serpent snakes and different colors and uh one was yellow and white, another one was had multiple um fluorescent colors, another one was a big um I've never seen a snake so um so big in my life and just different um things and but there was always we were never alone in the dreams i always seen that there was a tall tall figure like nothing that you've i've ever seen in in a um in a statue like on the height of a of a human being before and but they would always come fearless and just come in they would take control of the um of the they would subdue the um snakes and they would protect us in the dreams and 
I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No it's kind of so yes, and so um, I seen that there was an angel that was um, I closed my eyes, but I was able somehow to still be able to see that there was um there was an angel in the room with me, and but I also seen that there was some dark um dark dark uh, uh spirits also in the room with me, and there was a lot of them. And I seen that there was, and as you were praying, you were asking for more angels, for God to send down more angels and more angels. And I seen that like the dark, the the room was dark. And I felt like there was like, even though my eyes were closed, but I felt that God's angels were like surrounding me and they were fighting against um, the dark um, angels, the dark spirits that were around me. And, and there was just a lot going on in the um, in the room, but I was still fearful. So, but I was still able to feel the presence that there was um, God's presence was there, that I wasn't alone, and God has his, had his angels surrounding me and fighting for me against the um, the dark um, the dark uh, uh, spirits that were trying Amen. to attack me. And there's one yeah. time I asked the angel to come close to you, and you witnessed the angel came closer. Yes. Yes. Um, I was sitting on the, I felt like I was in a, um, in a room and I was sitting in the middle of the room and the angel was like, um, it's like I was in a circle in like surrounded, like the God's angels were, I was sitting in the, um, where they were protecting me in the center of the circle and they were fighting against the, um, demonic attacks that were trying to come at me. And I seen like swords and just a bunch of stuff going. It was so much going on, and and the vision that I was having, and um, God was God prevailed as always, and He ended up um, rescuing me. Amen. Praise God. And after everything was over, how did you feel in terms of how is your condition? Do you felt lighter like the Lord? Because there was a big angel that came there, and he, he wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. He decided he's staying with you to defend you. Right. I um I actually ended up um when after we uh, uh I felt really weak, like just and physically, like I felt drained, like I had been through just uh, um like I had I don't know how to describe it, like. My body just felt so like I had been through a battle, like I had that I've never gone um, through before. My ribs was hurting, my stomach was hurting, and um, and I ended up uh, and I just kept like trying to. I kept trying to um, sleep when we first got off the phone. I was like, I need to get some sleep. I need to get sleep. And I tried to, um, but I couldn't sleep. So I ended up saying a couple of. Um, I ended up saying Psalm three. Um, I believe it was seven times, and I said Psalm 91, and I ended up, um, and I just prayed. I was like, God, I was like, I don't know what is going to happen, but I put, if I, I need to sleep, I was like, I feel so much like I need to sleep. I was like, please just give me a chance, send your angels to to um, to watch over me and to not let the enemy have his way while I'm asleep, and um, and I ended up sleeping. And I don't know what ended up happening. I ended up dozing off, and that's when I, um, my son came in the room, and he brought me the phone, and he said that you were um, calling to check up on me. But I was coming, kind of coming um, to and kind of um, confused about what had, um, had taken place earlier uh, today. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well, you're feeling good now. Praise the Lord. So- yes. From what happened, you realize that the Lord is fighting for you. You heard the wings of the angel came down. That's so powerful that when we call for angels, angels are dispatched Mm -hmm. right away. Oh, it's so powerful. It's so powerful, man. Praise the Lord. It just shows and teaching everybody on the line that when we call for angels, I want to let you know that on Tuesday, a young man that mm-hmm. came for prayer on Tuesday. And when I was praying, I asked the Lord to line up all the legions. And my prayer partner told me, 
that the, the legions were lined up, line up to come out. Everybody form mm-hmm. a line. God opened her mm-hmm. eyes and her wisdom and understanding. So it teaches all of us on the prayer line that when we call, if we believe and listen to the prayers mm-hmm. and really believe, trust me, when we call for angels, that's why when I pray for many people, I ask the Lord to open their eyes. You see, the, the scripture when Elijah prayed and asked God mm-hmm. to open his servant eyes, this is really enough. And when the servant mm. seen the chariots of fire, he's like, wow. That's how God can open up our eyes. They that are with us mm-hmm. are more. It doesn't matter what right. they ever try. We, we are conquerors. You see, we don't get it. You know, I'm excited because today was just an exciting mm-hmm. time. Because when I call, and I know we call for Gabriel, Gabriel comes down. And sometimes we ask God right. to show us and reveal, and people will see the angel of the Lord come down. You know, these are the right. prayers. So, you know, I'm just so grateful, Krista. I know you're feeling better because you are yes. able to come on the line tonight because, you know, yes. the Lord have your back and deliverance yes. is going to come. Full deliverance is going to come. You're going to work with us, sister, and you're going to be mighty yes. for Jesus. You and your husband, you and your mm-hmm. children. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mercy, yeah. mercy, mercy. Is there any last words you want to say? Is there anything else you want to encourage anybody and say before we move on? Oh my God, put all all of your trust in God and believe every word that He says, His promises. For He is truly faithful. He is so awesome. And no matter what the devil throws at you, no matter what they do, what the enemy tries to throw at you, just hold on, hold on to the foot of the cross and don't let go. That's all I can say. Amen. Thank you so much. And I just want to thank your brother, Suharo, who is a man of God. Uh And when the Lord ready, I can't wait. God have some people. Mm-hmm. I have a list of people here that the Lord is showing me he's going to use with power. And I'm telling you, I'm excited mm-hmm. and I'm saying, yes, Lord. You know, the power is mm-hmm. going to come down, you know. You think we're seeing power okay. from, from Peter and Paul and those disciples? Greater things we're going to do. God is just getting right. us ready. Hello? Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Mr. Alexander. We're praying for you. We Thank love you, you and your children, your family, your husband. And we are praying you up and just stay committed, all right? Thank you so much. Thank you to the team and everybody. Amen. Thank you. That's Sister Alexandra. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm going to take two questions and then I'm going to do a 10 minute word. We have now is 10 12, and I'm trying to work tight with the time. I know a lot of people have questions, but I'll see what I can do. I may take three. Make your question short. Unmute your phone and ask a question. If there's something you don't understand and you want to learn something, we're able to answer right now. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Just state your name and your question, please. Yeah, it's Sister Marion from Berlin. So, okay, Sister Mariam, you were on my list mm-hmm. to call and I couldn't get to see you. I know you were going through a lot. The attack was on you all day. You're feeling yeah. pain. I got the message yeah. and I was yeah. actually praying with my sister here. And okay. when I got off the phone, I had another emergency with a young lady again coming under spiritual attack. It just continues. I, I I can't explain to you, but you were on my list. I have your name written that I have to okay. get to you because you were coming under attack. So go ahead with your question. Okay, thank you, Elder. Yeah, so the question is, um, <clears throat> this I this there is this situation that is common in my country. I don't know if it's all over the world. Like when they when you have a, a newborn baby or a baby is born. And the child is growing. And then people start saying that child sees further than the child is supposed to see. So the child doesn't only see what is happening in the physical. The child sees what is happening in the spiritual as well. 
and the child keeps talking, like saying things that other people have no understanding. And most of the times they take those type of children to the witch doctors and the witch doctors do their rituals and everything and they bring the child back saying that the child had not two eyes your, but your four eyes. Your phone is cutting out. Your, phone, oh. your telephone is cutting out a little bit. So go ahead, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they say the child has um, four eyes, not two eyes. So the witch doctor will have to do some rituals to close up two of those eyes. I just I want see, to know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Let me explain to you. You see, um, we kept going back to the scripture that Satan's kingdom is not divided. Satan has yeah. a lot of tactics on God's people. So when somebody say you have four eyes, in my culture, is when mm -hmm. you have a gift from God and you're able to see spiritual things or see the demons. And it's just a lack of knowledge and education where people say, well, um, you have four eyes, we better do something. No. What mm -hmm. the devil is doing, the devil, when they take that child to the witch person, they are trying to undo the gift that the Lord has given them. And they are putting pretty much a curse on them. There's nothing as they're going to close the two eyes. The devil have no power. So what happened, a lot of people are born and they are gifted and some children are able to see the demon, the evil spirit. You know, but Satan wants to counteract it and, and block the gifting from their young. So mm -hmm. when somebody takes them to a witchcraft doctor and they do some ritual, they're actually putting a curse and covering, trying to cover the gifting. But you know what? When the Lord has gifted you, it's going to break through anyhow. How long can darkness keep light? When you put in a big box and the place is dark and there's electricity and you switch it on, darkness has to go. So it's just a lack of knowledge, my sister. There's nothing like that. When a child has a gift of seeing the enemy when they're a baby or young, and the Lord has given them that gift, they should not be taken to no other source but you're supposed to anoint the child and pray that God will increase their wisdom and their gifting. So it's definitely a ritual, and it's in our culture too. You know, but they don't take them to the witch to do anything, but they will say they have four eyes, meaning that they, they have not seen in the spiritual realm. So we are familiar with that, but that's definitely. So if that happened to you, you know, we got to talk further because if that happened to you, it could be contributing to some of the attack you're going through. So okay. we definitely would have to talk more on it. It meant okay. that there's a powerful gifting on you and the devil is trying to suppress it. You know, what does darkness have to do with the light of Jesus Christ? No, okay. sister. So we'll definitely talk further on it. And uh, is the pain gone from now you're feeling much better? Okay, okay, thank you so much. Yeah, is the pain gone from your back and your head? Oh, yes, the pain. After we prayed in the morning, Sister Suzette actually called, and we yeah. prayed, and we anointed it, and after some time, like one, two hours, I got out of bed, and I was okay up to this moment, so it's gone. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's more yeah. power with us, Sister. Hallelujah. More yeah. power Amen. is with us. Amen. Thank Praise you. the Lord. Thank you so much. Okay, one more question again. No problem. Anybody? Press star start to unmute your phone and go ahead. Okay. If we don't have any other question then, we're going to... Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah go Hello? ahead. Hello? Elder Patrick? Yes, yes, this is Kate. Oh, yes, sir. Hello. Um, someone was asking me about about witchcraft and um, mirrors. I um, I don't know anything about that. I I heard about something about 
you know, people who are involved with witchcraft use mirrors or something like that. And so can you yes. please explain? Because I don't okay. know. All right. And there's a lot of questions come about mirrors. And we have tried to address it many times. Um, in, in this experience with this ministry, we have experienced several situations where demons manifest to I'll just share briefly with you that we went to a house in Oshawa with a Spanish family and that were coming under attack. Mm -hmm. And the mom took me upstairs and says, every night the demon appears in that mirror. You see, when I look at the mirror, mm. sometimes the frame of the mirror is an accursed thing. It can have carvings in it from India, from China, with Buddha, and that evil make it accursed more and give them legal rights. There was one time a lady from Florida took her son to Toronto. In, it was high level, and it was they tried to turn turn him into a zombie. A Haitian um, voodoo priest tried to turn him into a zombie, and they took him to Toronto. And when it got out of control, we had to book a hotel to go into a hotel. And when he got away from us, he ran into the bathroom to see the mirror, and he tried to lock the door. And whenever he looks into the mirror, he becomes more powerful. So we have to cover all the mirrors. Um, there is another time I went to visit a young woman and her mother, and they're Adventist. But this young woman, uh, you know, I don't remember um, how to get in touch with her. I think she was living close to where she said Jasmine from Toronto lives. And um, this woman's daughter was very powerful. Anybody go there to visit them? She will get out of control and grab the person and physically throw them out, even if it's a police officer, no matter who. She has strength of like a lion. And we went there, me and a young lady, and I had no idea that anybody go there is thrown out. And the mother didn't tell me, you know, and probably God allowed her not to tell me. And when we were there, Talking to her, she looking at me really cross, but I asked the Lord for protection. And she got up and walked down to her room and walked back. And when she came back, she says to me, every time I passed the mirror, I saw a demon in the mirror. But God subdued her, and even though she stood up, she had no power over us. And, um, the long and short, when everything was done, we realized that there was legal rights and they were going for other side to get help. And that's why we can't come to God for help when we are exploring psychic and, and different people. No, we have to. And she was actually paying some money to go away and the Lord stopped her and she obeyed. So what I'm saying there's a lot of cases we deal with where there's legal rights, and that's why the people cannot be free. But the mirror is an open door, but I'm not going to hear, sit here and say all mirrors because I have a mirror right in my room. But perhaps we need to pray more and get more understanding because from my understanding, the voodoo priests that become Christian, they reveal that one of the key things is that none of the voodoo priests will have a mirror in their home because the devil loves to astral project through the mirrors. I don't know how it works. Experience it where I go to pray for people, we have to cover the mirrors. So there's something uh, that the Lord has to reveal more concerning mirror, but it could be the, the, the framing around it could be a curse. It could be many different things. They could dedicate some mirrors because I think mirror is good to at least look at yourself to see how you look. But some people use mirror to idolize themselves and they live in the mirror 24-7 and the mirror become uh, uh, idol. So there's so much to it and I think it's only through praying. 
But I myself have experienced many cases where we have to mirror. It's not will come under major attack. So I hope that will answer it somehow, but you know, it's gonna take more prize. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So I think Brother Patrick. Brother Patrick. Okay. Could you identify Happy Sabbath who is this? Jasmine. Okay, Sister Jasmine. And what's your question? Well, last week um I had a question but um about um destiny, but I think you touched on it a little I didn't get to come on on time. But um does the way a Christian supposed to be living destiny the way the world sees it like if someone go out there and the car run him over somebody like the other day I was talking to my brother in law and he was saying that's the you know, this destiny was supposed to go that way. Do we should we believe in that way? You mean destiny that you were supposed to die that way? Mm-hmm. No, there is untimely death, sister. No, huh? there's untime there's untimely death. For mm-hmm. example, if the Lord give us a diet to live on, the mm-hmm. health diet. Right. Go against it and eat all different food. We're gonna die before the time. And the okay. thing is, if you notice a lot of people out there who is from the other side who is um having different lifestyles, they are practicing healthy living. And you know what? They are going to live longer. Because a lot of us are Adventists. We don't eat proper. We eat anything and think the Sabbath is going to save us. No. Mm-hmm. There is untimely death. Right. You know, if you, if you go to the parties when the Lord tell you don't go, mm-hmm. you may just die there. Okay. So, okay. you know, so, you know, so that's the question that came up. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. I have to bring this up because I know me and Pastor Saul was talking about this in the lesson study the last time. Why did the Lord build the ark so big that it could fit all those people from Babylon, from um, in Sodom and Gomorrah? Why mm-hmm. did the Lord build the, the ark so big? Instead of building a small ark to hold the animals and and just eight people. Why did he build it so big? You know why? Mm -hmm. Because the Lord planned for everybody to go in and be saved. Okay, okay. If it was destiny, the Lord would have just said, you know what? I'm building a small little thing to hold this amount because I know the rest not going to be saved. No, God is such a loving God that he's given Mm -hmm. all of us the choice. Oh, okay. free choice where yeah. we can come to the mercy seat. So if we are obedient to God and live the right and proper way, we will live longer. But some yeah. of us are cutting our lives short because of yeah. the lifestyle, because of the sinful nature, because of disobedience to the Spirit right. of the Lord. Even when the Lord says, don't do that, we still go and do it. The Lord says, don't marry to that person. Mm-hmm. the Lord, you know it's him, and you still go yeah. through it. And that person is so wicked that they bring you to your grave faster. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You so said it's all right. I thank you. I could able to explain myself to him now because he's keep um, saying, oh, it's the destiny. The Lord make it that way. So thank you very much. I can, I understand. There's no such thing. Just okay, say, so, Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to just open one verse of scripture. No. God is so Yes. Okay, go ahead. Good evening, Brother Patrick. Happy Sabbath. Um, I wanted to mention something you said about the mirror. Yeah. You said that um most of most Wovia they don't have mirror. The thing is that um they a lot of them they do uh, they they have mirror because the the purpose of the mirror is to call so when they doing a ritual they can call you wherever you are in the in the in the in the country or whatever you are out of the country they can call you um in that mirror and your face okay. will come up okay and so they use the mirror then... also to okay go ahead go ahead so they use the mirror in and they call okay and they use they use the mirror also to um to bring lightning. 
So, so you know, they, they do manipulate the weather. They manipulate the weather. They make thunder and lightning. So they use the mirror also. When they um, evoke demonic spirit and the lightning, there's, there's, thing, there's a process how to bring the lightning, you know, to wherever they want it. So they can start rain, storms, whatever it is. But they do. Most of them in my country, they, they have a mirror because any work they do, they have to have the mirror so they can call that person. Immediately when they call that person, that, 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 that person's face, is, that the person's face come up um, in, um, into the, in the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so therefore the mirror is a portal. The, the mirror is a portal. The mirror is so definitely we're gonna a portal. Learn, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we're going to learn more and more. And that's Sister Landa. And Sister Landa is very experienced. And so there's two sides to it because I speak to some high-level people who was involved before, and they said um, the mirror. So they, they, the voodoo priests don't have it. So it's probably from a different level. But you are saying in one sense yeah. they use the mirror to convert. And then they... You know, some people may say they manipulate they weather, lightning. lightning. Yeah. And yeah. you know, some people may be on the line saying, wow, they can cause lightning and thunder. But of course, yeah. you see, it's high level. They, the devil can cause a lot of miracles. We don't understand. You know, oh, but God is more powerful. That's the thing. So thank you for sharing that, that, that light that they use the mirror. And, and the evil will come and their face show up in the mirrors. I know there is, we're going to do more research on it, but it's very powerful how these things happen. And, you know, what we experience in North America here is lightweight to what happened in Africa and in Haiti and some of the Caribbean countries where these things are real, they manifest, they are really powerful. But praise God, we serve a king. Hallelujah. We serve a God who is, Above all gods, who's above mirror, you know what I mean? You, you know, you know. There's one time I went I, to a house, can, and, and I also have to share on. that. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. I also I'll have to share there. that again. I just, I just have to share that. Just like, you know, Africa and other places, they use witchcraft in order to manipulate the weather, and in in the states also, they use. They probably use white magic to manipulate, or they use science. That's what they will say. That's what they do manipulate the weather in their in their own ways. You know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's not only, you know, they do manipulate the weather and the storms and all that stuff. So they do it in 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 other part of the country. They use you know spirits, and I believe they do the same thing. But it just we can't see it. You know, we can't. We don't see it. They use science. And I have to tell you something. Witchcraft involves science also. Science and spirit. Amen. Amen. It's high level science. You just have to be mindful, be aware of these things. These are high level things. (laughs) Okay. Amen. Um, Amen. Brother Patrick. Brother Patrick. Okay. Yeah. Could you identify with this? Okay, Sister Lisa, go ahead. Sister Lisa, here. So I wanted to say what Sister London was, Londa was saying, that um, you you know you have the 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 Disney the Disney movies and the Disney cartoons, and as we we're talking about mirrors, what my what I remember is that um, even taking care, I am many many like over thirty years ago, twenty five years ago, I used to babysit. Um, the, some kids, you know, and if they would watch these movies, like these movie, um, Disney movies, and most of these Disney children movies has a lot of um, things about magic in them, and you would see the mirrors, mirrors always in all of that. Yes, it's cartoons, or yes, it's like a, it's like a, um, like a Cinderella thing. But this is what they have. And and that just came to my thought to share with, with everyone. Because it came to my thought, I said, let me share it as well. Thanks. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I have to close off with a word. 
So we're going to do the question in our next time. Thank you, Sister Lisa from Florida. God is awesome and powerful. I have to close up with a word. Just turn with me to John 14, and I'm just going to read um, verse 9. It should start at verse 5 or 6 when Thomas was talking to the Lord and asked him, and the Lord was telling Thomas that there's no other way but by Jesus Christ. There's no other way, and it's so powerful. You know, you cannot get to the Father but through Jesus. And then it was so important, verse 9 says, Jesus said unto him, Have I been, because he asked the question, where is the Father? In verse 8, he said, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. He said, show us, who is the Father? He said, we can only go to the Father. Where is the Father? And he says in 9, Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. So the question is, we have been with the Lord so long, and we don't even know him. I'm telling you, that, that's really very powerful, and we need to really look into it. How can we be with God and don't really know him? How can we be in the church for so long and haven't really known him? Jesus wasn't rebuking him. He was like speaking to him and encouraging him. So listen, you've been with me so long. You've been in the Adventist church for so long and you don't really know certain things and certain spiritual warfare. The Lord is asking him, where have you been so long and you don't know me? God is asking us tonight, do you really know me? How do you know the Lord? How can we identify him? Do you know if he is with us? Do you know his character? Do you know about him? God is asking you tonight to really put some thought into this. Serious thought. There's going to come a time when the Lord is going to come. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. What does it take to really know God? What does it take to have that intimate relationship with him? The one who loves us. The one who calls us friends. The one who is the conqueror. What does it take to have that intimate relationship where we really know him? And... We don't have to see him, but we know him. It's really a spiritual thing. Because if the Lord could ask his own disciples, you've been with me so long, and you're asking where is the Father? You never get it. You never really get it. Hello. You know what I mean? So it's going to come at reminding all of us that there's a high time coming. And if we don't stop from playing church, the Lord is going to come and say, depart from me. And you're going to say, but didn't I cast demon out? Didn't I, wasn't I a part of the Button to Christ ministry? And the Lord is saying, I never knew you. Depart from me. Here the Lord is speaking to one of his own. Have I been so long time with you, and yet has thou not known me, Philip? God personalizes it and says, I have been so long with you. And he's calling you. God is asking us, this is a sign. This is a spiritual thing. It's not only coming around him and seeing him as a physical person. It's beyond that. It's in the spiritual realm. It's your relationship. It's an intimate relationship. It's not physical. It's not there seeing somebody standing. Being in a relationship with God is a little bit deeper than looking at the physical. 
that's what the Lord is saying in a nutshell. Have you been with me and you don't know the connection with my Father? Do you know the connection with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Do you really know? I want you to ponder that as we close. Just ponder that. Do you really know him? Do you know him? This was his own disciples. I've been so long with you and you ask him such foolish questions. You don't really know me. Let's strive to build this relationship with God, this spiritual relationship, so that when he comes, we are going to be so happy and he's going to say, welcome, my saints. He's going to come on. He's not going to say, depart from me. I never know you. I pray tonight that we will stay strong and stay committed. And we are going to be fasting tomorrow. We're going to have a hallelujah time online. You can log on to Button to Christ. You can log on to Ajax, A-J-A-X.com. You can log on. We're going to have a hallelujah time in the fasting tomorrow. May God just bless you and keep you and may it stay shine upon you. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.